welcome to the Church Essentials podcast. Uh, This is our first episode. This podcast is produced by the staff at Colonial Baptist Church in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Uh, My name is Ben Armstrong. Thanks for joining us today. I'm a pastoral assistant here at Colonial. And joining us for our first episode are the pastors at Colonial Baptist Church, Pastor Brent Belford, Pastor James Varner. Welcome, guys. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. It's good to be with you. So to get started, this is our first episode. Why don't we hear a little bit about who you guys are? Um, Pastor Brent, tell us a little bit about who you are. All right. So first and foremost, uh, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. Uh, I have a wonderful wife. Her name is Carissa. I have five children. Um, I was originally from Western Pennsylvania and for years served as a Bible college teacher, uh, taught New Testament, and then uh, advanced, I guess you you could say, to seminary teaching, was a professor uh, at a seminary, and then turned into a pastor. Uh, God called uh, me into pastoral ministry, and so for the last three and a half years, I've been the senior pastor at my favorite local church on the planet, uh, Colonial Baptist Church. Cool. All right, we'll get more into that in a minute. Um, Pastor James, tell everybody a little bit about who you are. Sure. Uh, like Pastor Brent, I'm also a follower of Jesus Christ, and I am um, just thrilled to be at Colonial Baptist Church serving as the children's pastor. Um, I came to Virginia Beach in 2002 and started seminary at what is now Virginia Beach Theological Seminary. And after graduating in 2007, I started on staff at Colonial um, I'm married to my wife, Laura. We've been married for 13 years, almost 13 years, and we have three wonderful children, um, ages six, eight, six, and four. And um, it's just a joy to serve together as a family and a joy to, to serve with the body of believers here at Colonial. Awesome. I feel like just for the record, I should state that I too am a follower of Jesus. Uh, <laughs> just get that on the record. That's good. Um, we wouldn't have you host yeah. unless you were. Sweet. Okay, now that we know a little bit about who you are, for those who are listening, hopefully, you know, many of our listeners are members here at Colonial or they regularly attend here, but um, there might be some who are tuning in for this first episode and they have no idea what Colonial Baptist Church in Virginia Beach, Virginia actually is. So do um, either one of you guys just want to chip in real quick about what Colonial Baptist Church well, I'll start Church on that, James, is. and then if there's anything I'm saying wrong, you just, you just put it out there, okay? So... Um, I like to describe our church, if, I, if it's like an elevator speech, if I just have you know, a few moments, uh, that we are an evangelical assembly of believers and that we are followers of Christ, believers in Jesus Christ, but that um, there are really two or three main distinctions I think that make us special uh, or make our church um, good. Um, one is that we are a grace church. So Um, I love our church in that I feel like we have people coming from different backgrounds and perspectives, and yet we we come together, and uh, we love each other, we love Christ, and so it's really a gracious spirit in our church, and uh, so I'm just so thankful for that. And then when I think of Colonial Baptist Church, I also just think of the text. We love scripture, uh, I think from its inception over 40 years ago. Um, This is a church that loves expositional preaching and teaching of scripture. We go right through scripture. And then I would add to that, um, I think we are a church that loves to sing together. Um, So I love the congregational singing at Colonial. To me, it's quite vibrant, and I'm just so thankful to be a part of a a church like that. Awesome. James, do you have anything to add? I don't. I think think Pastor Brent nailed it there, that those are the key components to Colonial Baptist Church and a great description of the church here. 
Awesome. Okay, so with those kind of introductory things out of the way, uh, the name of this podcast is the Church Essentials Podcast. So um, that's going to be the subject of these podcasts. Are going to be um, what Colonial sees as church essential. So today we just want to tackle three main questions. I think will help uh, start to overview what these church essentials are. So, um, Pastor Brent, maybe you could start us out with this, uh, helping us answer this question: What are the essentials? Okay, so uh, we have four of these, and Pastor James is going to help me as we walk through these. Um, the essentials are areas that we emphasize that we feel are indispensable uh, for a New Testament local church. Uh, so they kind of describe the, the very essence uh, of us as followers of Jesus Christ joined together. The first essential uh, is the text of Scripture. Uh, we like to talk about this as God's revelation to us, his written revelation to us. Um, a phrase we use often to uh, give a little bit more definition to that is knowing God by understanding and obeying his word. And so this first essential, the text, is basically uh, just comes from the idea that we love scripture. Um, and as I said, I, from, from our very beginning as a church, uh, by God's good grace, I think this has just been a, a something in our church that uh, God has done and that we just strive to continue. Our church started 40 years ago with Pastor Keith, da Keith Davey, who was one of the founders of um, BBN, Bible Broadcasting Network. And uh, it started as a Bible study. People came together. They wanted to just go through scripture verse by verse. That continues for over 20, I think 27 years or so uh, under his son, Daniel who is one of my favorite preachers in the entire world. Uh, he loves scripture, very committed to it. And, and so um, this first essential is just the, the text of scripture, God communicating to us. I'll hand it over to you, Pastor James. You wanna do the next two? Wanna try that? Yes, sir. Okay. So the second essential is worship, which again is a, a vertical relationship, but instead of God to us, it's us to God. It's how we respond to God. So, you know, the Westminster Catechism says, what is the chief in demand? And it's, it's to glorify God and enjoy him forever. So really, that's what, that's what life is about, is us glorifying God. It's, it's worshiping God. And so the, the first and great commandment is to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, and strength. Um, and really, all of life is to be worship. And so even in Job chapter 1, when Job lost everything, his response was worship. And that's, that's the direction from us to God is worship. The third essential is community. And this is where we begin horizontal relationships. It's us to believers. Um, so this is, this is where we're striving to pursue one another through love and good works. And really, we get, we get a lot of our thoughts on this from Ephesians 4, that passage where it talks about how the community of believers has the responsibility to build up the body of Christ until we, main, uh, until we attain the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. And so this is, this is um, accomplished because the body is held together by every joint with which it is equipped. When each part is working properly, it makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. So every single member is important. Every single member has a role and a responsibility to other believers in the body. 
and that is our third essential of community. Back to you, Pastor Brown. Okay, so if that's our third essential community, us to believers, other followers of Christ, both in this church and in other churches around the world. Uh, the fourth one is mission, and that would be us to unbelievers. Uh, from before I even came here, uh, for years, the church has been using the statement, neighborhoods to the nations. And so what we strive to do is share the gospel from our own neighborhoods to the nations. I love the text of scripture in Philippians that says, or describes believers as striving side by side for the advance of the gospel. And uh, so that, that is what we mean by mission at Colonial Baptist Church. We, we believe all of these essentials are rooted in scripture and they have to do with us. This is us joining together uh, to obey God's word, to worship him, uh, to join in, communi in community with others and in mission. Uh, and so as a whole, the members of Colonial Baptist Church have been persuaded by the gospel of Jesus Christ, and we confess him as Lord. And so for us, confessing Jesus is not just a, a claim about his divine status, it is that, but it reveals our identity and our mutual commitment to Jesus together. And these essentials, we think, help us uh, live that out. I think that's a great summary. Uh, and again, we're, we're going to go into greater detail in coming episodes about uh, the scriptural foundation for each of these essentials, where we get them from, and what they mean uh, in our local assembly. Um, but I think that's really helpful just to overview them. Um, so that's, that's really helpful. So the, the second question we want to tackle is, um, how do we use these essentials? So uh, if they're essential, what does that actually mean? How do we actually use them practically uh, a little bit in our church? We overview what that looks like. Um, Pastor Brent, do you have any thoughts on that? Sure. Um, well, I just start by saying we, we like to keep these essentials before people on a regular basis, whether that's in our corporate gatherings, uh, smaller group gatherings, like our uh, Bible studies that we do together. And then we have a special annual conference uh, each year that we uh, also will we'll take the conference to emphasize one of these essentials every year and keep that in front of our people. But foundationally, we use the essentials uh, because we believe that they not only reflect scripture, uh, but that they point us backward to our mission and point us forward to our strategic plan. Uh, and so uh, James and I are going to talk about that for just a moment, if that's okay, uh, about how we try to use the essentials in our ministry first with our mission statement. Do you want to talk so about that? So what is James? our mission statement, Pastor James? Define that for us. Yes. Yeah, so our mission statement is displaying God's glory by making disciples through the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so every one of our essentials can be found in some form within our mission statement. And really what, what the essentials do is they, they help us give definition to, the, to our mission statement and what we mean in our mission statement. So while every church will have its own mission statement that's worded its own way, we still feel when we come back to the essentials and, and how we define them and give, give definition to, to fulfilling our mission, that those essentials are things that would be true of any uh, New Testament local church. So, you know, the, our mission statement talks about our relationship with God. It talks about our relationship with others. Um, it, sets, it sets that priority of, of, of striving for, to display God's glory. Um, it, it talks about, you know, reaching others, both believers and unbelievers. And so it's, it's the essentials, 
give us a way to help us see our mission statement more clearly and also allow us to organize our ministry efforts in a way around these relationships, both vertically and horizontally, so that we can fulfill our mission statement. Yeah, and that uh, is, is really getting into, they, so these essentials also inform our strategic plan and our strategic planning process. What is that? So we're not very far into this, having just been here for three and a half years, but uh, we have now a five-year strategic plan uh, that we produced last year. It's, it's a guiding document for us. It's changing year by year. Um, documents, it's 22 pages, 9,000 words. So uh, we try to use it to, uh, to give us more direction in ministry. Um, it was originally formulated by our church leadership, pastors getting together, and then we introduced it to some smaller groups, got their feedback from the church, and then we took it to the congregation, and we wanted their import, input and uh, endorsement of that as well. And so what our strategic plan is, it just lists out different strategies that we have as a church, and we've organized them underneath of those four essentials. So we have different strategies for the text, different strategies for mission. You go through any one of the essentials. And, and so if a strategy doesn't easily fit within one of the categories, it's gone. You know, we, we might need to do that slowly in some cases. I won't but, ask for examples. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but if it doesn't easily fit, if we can't make it fit with our, you know, our essentials and purpose statement, then, it, then we should not be doing it. And then if it doesn't strategically, if the strategy doesn't strategically further our efforts uh, to fulfill our mission statement, then it, it should be gone as well. So that's what we're trying to do with it. And uh, I'm sure we'll learn more along the way, but that's that's what we're doing right now. So would it, if I'm listening and hearing you guys talk about it, um, you're saying these four pieces, and people can name them differently, people can organize them differently, but a healthy church will have a priority on the Word of God, on worshiping God, on on doing some kind of life together and living out what the Bible calls us to be together, and then trying to reach their neighbors, their coworkers, the unsaved community around them, the world at large. And that, that's going to be um, a large part what makes up a healthy church. And these essentials are ways that guide uh, the other programs and the things that we build on top of that structure, and they help limit and uh, and guide really what we choose to do as a church. Am I hearing that correctly? Yeah, that's exactly right. That's what we're trying to do. I think that's super helpful and, um, and a really clear explanation. Okay, so the last question we want to look at today is, um, you know, we, we you gave them to us in an order of text, worship, community, mission. Uh, is there a particular <laughs> order to these essentials? That's a uh, bit of a debate, uh, or has been in the past here. So uh, maybe I'll let James start that one, and then I'll, I'll talk into it. Yeah, absolutely. So when, when we first were um, laboring to come up, what is essential for a New Testament local church? What do the scriptures require? We, we did not have any particular order in mind. Um, in some ways, I guess we were bumbling and stumbling around a little bit trying to get organized. And it's like, how do you take all of scripture and what we're supposed to be as a church? And how do we accomplish this? What can we boil it down to? And so we, we arrived at these essentials, and really we didn't have a particular order. But over the years, as time has gone by and we've had more time to think on them, we've had time to teach on them, we've had time to study and reflect and try to, try to put it into practical ministry within our own ministry here at Colonial, 
um, it has gotten to where there is an order. And, and the order is the order that we just gave with text, then worship, then community and mission. And even, even you know, starting with those vertical relationships, God to us, us to God, and then, and then switching from the, the vertical relationship to our horizontal relationships, our, our relationships with other believers, our relationships with unbelievers. And so we, we kind of stumbled into that maybe and, and, and got there um, by accident, although I wouldn't say it was by accident. I think God directed us there, but now we do see a particular order and, and really it boils down to loving God and loving neighbor. We have the first and second great commandments and, um, and we ended up with that somehow. So um, both, you know, all of these essentials are important, but, but we certainly see that priority of order when we see loving God comes first, loving neighbor comes second. Yeah, so for me, it, it starts with God and then moves to people. I, I, like you, Pastor Andrew, I just think both are important. But if I'm in proper relationship to God, then I'll be enabled to love others. Added to that is really the idea that if I don't get to the level of loving neighbor, or loving those in the local assembly, then I'm not properly loving or worshiping God. So they're, they're related when you look at the two greatest commandments. But uh, finally, just adding one little thought to what you said there, James, I, I like to also talk about the last two in the order we gave, community and then mission, because I think that uh, Loving my, my lost neighbors is most effective when I join together with other believers and try to reach them. Uh, so the New Testament does talk about individual or personal evangelism, but I think many of us, uh, we might be surprised by how many times evangelism in the New Testament is done in community. Uh, believers joining side by side for the advance of the gospel, as I said in Philippians, uh, but there are other uh, texts and places in the New Testament. Hopefully we can talk about that later when we talk about mission. But I think mission is, is, is enabled uh, and perhaps even more effective when we join together in communities, small groups of believers, um, helping each other to reach their lost neighbors. That's really helpful. Um, yeah, I love how it seems like you guys have thought a lot about this. Like there's been a lot of thought given to uh, what these essentials are, um, how they should form the way we do life here at Colonial. So uh, I'm excited as we get into further episodes down the road, uh, digging more into that. Um, do you guys have any final comments as we wrap up this episode on these three big questions about uh, what are the essentials? You know, I don't think so. I think uh, th there'll be plenty of other uh, opportunities to, to deal with some of these, these questions. I, I would love to discuss with James here in the near future, how did we get these? Because some of these essentials actually, well, all these essentials were formed before I came. We've refined them maybe a little bit. Uh, I don't know if that's the right word or not, James. But, uh, but I would love to talk a little bit more. How did Colonial come to some of these? And then where do we see them rooted in Scripture? Uh, so for me, those are some of the big questions we'll deal with soon. Yeah, I think, I think that's a key point is moving forward is, you know, this gets us started on an overview, but we really want to show how these are tied to Scripture and how the, the Scriptures demand these are essential. 
Awesome. Well, to make sure you don't miss out on that episode, make sure you subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Um, If you like it, leave a review, share this podcast on social media. And like we said, next time we meet together, we'll talk about how we got these essentials, where they are found in scripture, and what that should mean um, for us as a church. So um, make sure you like and subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.